Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. It's amazing what a difference a few weeks and a few gold medals can make. It wasn't that long ago that the Australian Olympic team was being knocked, pressured and questioned over their performances and a lack of medals at the Games. Fast forward a few weeks and we're at the Paralympics. Australia sitting second on the medal tally. 11 gold, 5 silver, 13 bronze medals. As a result, it's all deservedly accolades. So inspiring to see such an amazing display of talent from the athletes. Here's some of these truly remarkable stories. Sky News Paralympics reporter Selena Edmonds is in London covering the Games off the back of the Olympics, and she joins us now with the latest. Selena, welcome back to Open House. Thanks very much, Lee. Great for you to join us. You were over in London, of course, for the Olympics, as we said before. You're back for the Paras. How different is it, Selena? How different is the atmosphere? How are you feeling about it? The atmosphere is quite different, I think, uh, it, but it's uh, just as enthusiastic as what we saw with the Olympics. And it's um, really interesting to look at the crowds and to hear people talking about the athletes. Many people in the crowd are people with a disability, yes. and that's what I've noticed. They, you know, in the crowd there are more wheelchairs. In the crowds, there are more people um, with um, disabilities like um, blindness um, and, uh, and the like. So I think it, that certainly brings a different element uh, to the whole experience as well because you are just so much more aware that there are so many people in our community yes. uh, with a disability and often we just don't see them. They're, they're invisible. <laughs> You're enjoying it more than the Olympics, I am, indeed. Um, it's interesting. Uh, as a journalist, you know uh, how journalists behave. And I've got to say, <laughs> even the journalists uh, are behaving differently. Who'd have thought? <laughs> yes, I know. They're very cool at the Olympics, yeah. the, the journalists. Uh, many of them have been to previous Olympics and wear that like a, a badge of honour of how many Olympics they've actually done. And, and in the venues, uh, the uh, they've, they've been fantastic. They've been really hyping up the crowd and they've been doing these Mexican waves yes. and everything. Yep. Now, here's the difference. At the Olympics, the media did not do the Mexican wave and the crowd would boo when it hit <laughs> the media stand. Really? In the Paralympics, we all get up and we do the Mexican <laughs> wave. And there's the difference. Yeah, we are that's not great. as cool this time round. How so nice to I see. Think, um, it, it is nice to see because I think so often we take ourselves very seriously yes, too and right. uh, it, it, it's good fun. And give us a sense of the spectators, before we get to the athletes themselves, how the spectators are embracing it all. The spectators are as enthusiastic for the Paralympics as they were for the Olympics. Everyone is decked out in Team GB. Um, the, the way that that merchandising campaign has been run here, it's everywhere. You can you can buy um, a, a cheap kind of five-pound T-shirt with Team GB on it, and it's paid off for them because uh, everyone wears uh, Team GB clothing and yes. merchandise and, and really barracks for, for um, uh, Team Great Britain. But also, you've got uh, people um, from around the world. I was having a great chat yesterday to some Australians who are following particularly the wheelchair basketball, our rollers and gliders. And uh, people have come to uh, really, um, you know, cheer on their own countries just as they do uh, with the um, Olympics and many family members as well. That's one thing I've noticed. A lot more of the supporters um, coming uh, to, uh, you know, embrace and barrack on their, their particular athletes. Yeah. And uh, so mums and dads and cousins and aunts and uncles uh, and, and you get to, get to meet all of them as well. 
So on the field of endeavour, we've started really well. Such a difference from the Olympics, where, as I said before, in second on the medal tally. That's right. I mean, we are we are doing great, aren't we? And it's across um, a variety of sports as well. Um, not just uh, we've, we're seeing great success in the pool, which contrasts to our experience at the Olympics. We're also seeing great success again uh, in the velodrome, where of course we were uh, strong during the Olympics too. We're expecting to see a great result also in the sailing. Uh, and uh, in the athletics, uh, that's really starting to uh, fire up. Uh, today we're going to see Kurt Fernley in action. So looking forward to that. So uh, we, we have 161 athletes from Australia. Um, they're competing um, across most sports, not all sports. They didn't qualify for all sports, but um, it, it is um, a, a very different atmosphere, I think, within the team uh, as well. Uh, that's another thing that I've noticed yeah. is that there is just, this whole, everyone is enthusiastic about all sports and about all athletes within the team. There's a, there's a great feeling of uh, camaraderie and a great feeling of support and love within the team. How wonderful. Selena, were we expected to do so well this early? Yes, we were. Uh, we are very strong uh, in um, Paralympic uh, sport. Uh, so uh, we, we were expecting to see uh, medals in the, in the way that we have. We did uh, think that um, perhaps uh, Team GB would be winning more medals uh, given uh, our experience from the Olympics that perhaps they were going to um, you know, be out uh, ahead of Australia in the medal tally. So it's great to see us in second. No surprise to see China in first place. Um, the, the commitment, the, 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 their athletes, they are extraordinary athletes right across the, bro- uh, the, the board. Um, whether you talk Olympics or Paralympics, they are just incredible. The, the, their steely resolve. Every time you see a Chinese athlete go out, it it is an amazing thing to watch. And I was in the velodrome yesterday and watching the the cycling there. And, oh, that atmosphere in that velodrome uh, is incredible. It's my favourite venue uh, for Olympics and Paralympics because it's such a a close, tight venue um, that world records are being broken left, right and centre. It's a very fast venue. And uh, the, um, the, the atmosphere it just doesn't stop and it's very hot because that's the nature of a, a velodrome is always kept very warm for the cyclist mm. and uh, oh, the atmosphere Lee, it is electric it's just, and every every time a, a cyclist from Team GB uh, <laughs> is, is on the track, the roof of that place, it's called the Pringle because of its funny shape so it is nicknamed the Pringle uh, but uh, you would you would swear that it would lift off. It is just the most amazing place. And I, I love going in there just to, to watch, regardless of whether Australia is in action or not. But, we're, I mean, we've had um, great success there with uh, Michael Gallagher, uh, Susan Powell, uh, both winning gold, uh, Jamie Paris winning a bronze. I saw her win that yesterday. So, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've already uh, had great success and we're expecting more today. Where's China? I should ask you this. Where is China standing? How far are they in front of Australia? second. Okay, well they're, they're quite a bit in front and I've got to say every time you uh, turn around uh, they've got <laughs> yes. another medal. Uh, <laughs> so it does get a little bit uh, difficult to keep track on just where China is and how far in front but they are quite a good deal okay. in front. If I just uh, take a look at the moment for you because it, it really does. I mean last night uh, as I was leaving work at the end of uh, competition uh, uh, China was uh, with 54 medals, 19 of them gold and Australia in second 
29 medals, 11 gold. But as I say, it, it does keep changing and uh, competition has already been underway here for um, a bit over an hour and a half. So that situation really does change <laughs> by the hour every time you've got uh, an wow. event. Yeah. So, uh, and Great, Great Britain is sitting in third. Um, and the only difference really uh, with uh, Team GB, and they can overtake Australia quite easily, is that they have actually won medals, but uh, more medals. They've won 36 medals, but only nine of them are gold. So, yeah. so we're winning on, on, on gold. Okay. We've posted a photo of yourself and swimmer Ahmed Kelly on our Open House Community Facebook page. I'd love you to tell us his story because he's just, I mean, one of many inspirational stories, but he's quite a story, isn't he? He's an incredible story. Ahmed Kelly's uh, story has been um, well reported in the media because, of course, his mother is uh, Moira Kelly, who uh, we have come to know and love. So um, he he is incredible. He's competing in the uh, 100 freestyle, the 50 breaststroke and the 150 IM. Now, he has uh, double arm and leg deficiency. And... uh, Oh, he's just a joyous individual, uh, and it, it, it's 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 kind of hard to describe. He has this; he does have amazing aura about him. You, you meet some people yeah. where you are struck by um, the, the the way they act, the way they deal with people, but also just something that surrounds them. He's one of them. He has he has that quality. And uh, he is a, a great member um, of that uh, swimming team. Uh, we followed with the uh, documentary on ABC television uh, his uh, journey to London of him trying to qualify uh, and, uh, and, and, and how excited he and his family are um, about him being here. And uh, when I spoke to him at the uh, flag-raising ceremony the other day, I mean, uh, he was literally jumping up and down with excitement. He, he was so, so, so joyous. And uh, that's uh, that's what these Paralympics is all about. I, I, I don't know how they, these athletes um, who this is their first Paralympics, like Ahmed Kelly, um, I don't know how they uh, remain focused enough for their sport because mm-hmm. there's so much going on yeah. around them. But uh, uh, Moira Kelly and um, some of the other um, family members and Ahmed's brother uh, are going to be in the stands uh, today for, for when he's racing. So it's going to be uh, really, really great to see um, as the swimming continues. Ahmed's journey and and what what it what it yields because uh, for, for many of these athletes they will go on to to Rio uh, particularly uh, when you consider that uh, Ahmed's uh, what uh, about 21 years old coming up to that so you know it, it really um, it, he's just getting started in terms of Paralympic sport and I think. That's another thing that really strikes you about Paralympic sport is the uh, there's a wide range of, of ages uh, across the Australian team from 13 right through to Libby Cosmala who's 70. You get that whole you get a very broad spectrum of ages. Uh, Susan Powell in the in the velodrome from Canberra, 45 years old. Um, uh, it's uh, a really uh, you know it doesn't seem that it's necessarily uh, that it has to be for people uh, who are in their uh, early 20s or (laughs) or late teens and that's that's, that's their peak. Uh, There there certainly seems to be a lot of uh, Australian athletes who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, right right through uh, participating in Paralympic sport. Wonderful stuff. I said at the top of the program that you covered the Olympics for Sky, then flew back for a week from London and then flown straight over. If we get your family listening tonight, have you got just one little message for them? I'm sure you're missing them then, and I'm sure they're missing you. 
Oh, I do miss them. Um, it's Father's Day, isn't it? Yeah, so, that's right. Um, I've, I've really, uh, I've really missed uh, seeing um, my father and also them telling my husband just how wonderful he is, uh, putting up with his gallivanting wife <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and looking after our, our three gorgeous children, yep. uh, which he he does so well. And um, yes, I, I do. I very much miss my family on these trips, and particularly on days like like today. And uh, you know, I would send them all all my love, but. Uh, the the world does seem to get smaller, Lee, when you have uh, tools like Facebook, uh, right. like uh, um, Skype. Um, you, you can keep in contact with people. That's There's no stuff. excuse for people not to keep in contact yeah. anymore. And that's one of the, uh, I think, the aspects that really strikes you when you, you travel is that uh, we, we hear about so many people being very lonely in, in our communities. And that shouldn't be the case. Uh, it, it, sh- it shouldn't. It shouldn't happen like that anymore because we can all keep in contact and 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 be brought together, even if it's just through a, a social media tool like Facebook. It's great. Um, and and I, I think um, you know the world is getting smaller in 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 that aspect. People say to me, "Oh, you know, you've come such a long way. You know, it's it's such a long journey to Australia." Well. It is, and it isn't. I mean, really, it's we're kind of used to hours. it too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty-four hours. Yeah, we, we, we're very used. We're very used to travelling as, yeah. as Aussies. So, Selena, um, it's been yeah. great to chat, and um, wonderful reports on Sky News. We'll keep on watching them with great interest and enjoyment. And um, I love it that you love it so much. Good on you. Well done. Thank you so much indeed for joining us on Open House. Lee, it's a pleasure. Good on you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.